Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Midwest Buzz Podcast. I'm JC, joined with my bestie, Olivia. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> That's her. She's not the problem. Um, oh, I just am so excited for Taylor Swift. That was off cuff, but yeah. I was thinking about that last night. Well, actually, it was this morning when I was up for so many hours because I couldn't fall back asleep. I was like, that's coming up soon for JC, going to Taylor. T-Swizzle, countdown is on. Crazy. Um, yes, but you guys, today we are hopping in to a fun episode on something that is very near and dear to mine and Olivia's hearts because we're in the industry. Yes. And that is what you should ask your wedding vendors when booking. Yes, all the nitty-gritty details that you need. I feel like this is engagement season between like, I don't know, what is it? I think there's like stats on this, but between Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day, like 60 to 70% of people get engaged within that time frame. So if I've seen a lot of engagements. Yeah, I have too. So if you are one of those um, percentages and you are trying to plan a wedding, this episode is for you. Yes. And if you're like, eh, I'm not really planning a wedding. I mean, just listen to it anyway and share it to your friends who are recently engaged. Yeah. We Maybe all, you're we in a wedding yeah. or someone's getting married. I have two brothers getting married this year, so hopefully their fiancés are listening. Yes. Shout, Shout out, out to you to guys you. if yes. you are. <laughs> Shout out to Olivia's future sister-in-laws who are big supporters of the podcast. Yes. We love you. Yes. Um, I'm shooting one of them, so that yes. fun. Um, no, so basically we're just going to kind of go over the different, like, I'd say like your top five biggest vendors that you'll probably book that are kind of the most important. Yeah. We're not going to list every single little thing, but, um, right. These are like like the, the first ones that you go for the big, the big five. We're going to start out with our favorite things, which is photography and videography because (laughs) we know the most about that. Yeah. Um, Okay, what's your first thing? So, obviously, I get a lot of inquiries. And I think, the okay, before we go into, like, I guess the niches, I was just going to say, like, a few things. Okay. So, when you are starting out to plan your wedding, um, the biggest thing that any vendor is going to want to know is your date. Yes. Do they have it available? So, if you're still kind of wishy-washy on what the date is, maybe try to get that nailed down. And maybe that is checking with the venue and saying, okay, we for sure want this venue. These are the dates they have open. You pick one and then you go forward booking other other vendors. Um, That might look differently if, say, your priority is that you have to have a certain videographer. Right. Maybe you're going off of their schedule. So prioritize what vendor is the most important to you. I know that there are people who maybe it's a band. Maybe they are like, hey, for our wedding, we have to have this band and we're going to see what dates they have open and then customize everything else around them. Yeah. And we've Um, kind of talked about that before, too. We're like, yeah, if you have your photographer that you know you want, then you go with the dates that they are free. And like, yeah. And I have brides do that. It's super flattering. Yeah. Because you're like, you want me? Like, (laughs) little me? Yes. Um, So, yeah. So that is probably the biggest thing you're going to be asking a vendor is even if they have your date available. Right. Um, Just because you don't need to look at their packages if they're already booked. Right. Um, So when you reach out to, I think, a photographer, I think the big things would be are asking, you know, do they have this date available? Um, If they're willing to travel, depending on where they're located and where you're located. Um, I 
I don't have a lot of people ask me this, but I always am totally cool when they do is like ask for a full wedding gallery. Like say you're getting married. If you guys are local, say you're getting married at the Dakota Event Center and you're like, hey, um, this is where we're getting married. Do you have a full gallery that I can view from somebody's wedding day that you've shot so that I can see what your photos look like? And the reason I say that is because a lot of photographers can take really pretty golden hour photos. Right. Or And that's a, what you'll see on their yes, Instagram. Yes, and that's stuff. what yeah, you yeah. see on their Instagram. That's what you fall in love with. Or, you know, maybe they have beautiful photos of getting ready, but the room that you're getting ready in is not that type of a room. Right. Like, be realistic knowing, like, where you're getting ready, where you're doing photos, where your reception is, and then ask them for a gallery that's similar to that. Um, I have a bride that's getting married in New Life. And for those of you who guys don't know, like New Life has zero natural light. It is a very dark church. Yeah, it's like more like an old business building. Yes, it's not a traditional church. And so she had asked like, hey, can I see a gallery of what that looked like in photos? Um, Because she was nervous about the lighting. And I was like, hey, this is a scenario. Like this is what it looked like. And here's what I can do. Um, Just so that you're like fully aware of what their work looks like. If you have been following them on social media or know them personally or have been in a wedding that they've shot, you probably know their style. You probably know what they're going to deliver, especially like word of mouth. If if one of your friends or, um, you know, someone you know has had them shoot a wedding and they're like, hey, loved working with her. Great photos. Don't regret anything. Obviously, you can take that for a lot, too. Um, but I just think getting a full gallery is kind of a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's really good. Um, and then just like asking kind of like, Hey, what would happen if like, and a lot of this should all be covered in a contract when you're booking with a photographer, but you know, asking like what would happen if you're sick and can't come to the wedding or what happens if something happens and we have to move our date? Um, I'm really hoping that nothing like COVID happens again. Right. But that happened to a lot of my brides where they had to move their date, um, not due to their choice, but because of like the venue wouldn't, you know, like the venue yeah, closed down. Or, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just kind of be aware, like really, I know that everyone just signs the contracts without looking, um, but read the contract. I think that yeah, that's something that's beneficial to do. Um, a lot of times I'll have brides and grooms who are like, hey, we're definitely interested in booking. Could you send over the contract just so we can look at it before we sign? Yeah. And I'll just send it over, let them look at it, and then um, and then go from there. Yeah. And I think oh, for mine anyways, mine is like a one-page contract. It's not super long. Yeah. Maybe I would say like mine's one like and a half page, or something. page and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty easy to read over and it's, I mean, it's probably very similar except for replace photo with video. Yeah. And I think that personally, mine is very like worded very easily yeah, to read. Same. It's, not it's not like a bunch of jargon. super yeah. like legal. Yeah. Legalese. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. Um, and then another thing to make sure you just know up front is like, when are your payments due? Um, this can go through any vendor on the list um knowing what their deposit is um generally a deposit you will never get back if you Mm -hmm. were to cancel or change your date or anything like that that's in the contract too yes um typically a deposit is never going to be returned so just keep that in mind um and then also know like when the rest of your payments are due so like um everyone's gonna vary a little bit i take a 50 percent deposit i know a lot of photographers that are like 30 percent down Mm -hmm. um and then 
you know, like if you are like, hey, we would like to set up a payment plan, see if they're willing to work with you on that. Um, some are, some aren't, but there's no reason that you can't ask. Yep. Absolutely. Um, anything big on video? It's very similar, yeah. I would say. Yeah, it's like, I mean, obviously you're going to see if they have the date open because then if they don't have your date, then you don't want to continue the conversation. Yeah. It's pointless. But, oh my gosh, sorry to interrupt you. No, you But pause. Good. When they tell you you don't have, or like if someone sends you and like you're inquiring with people, mm-hmm. say you inquire with four photographers and they send you your stuff, at least send them an email back saying, thanks, I'll look at it and get back to you. Yeah, yeah, that's or so true. if you've booked your videographer, but you inquired with four of them, send out, it takes you five seconds, send out an email that says, hey, thanks for your information. I booked somebody else. Love your work. Yeah. Period. Oh, it would help so much because oh. I the, I have to go through those emails and just be like, well, they didn't respond. They didn't no. respond. So it's very annoying. Yeah. Like, in, and we're not going to take it personally. You no. inquired. We get it. You probably asked five other photographers, five other videographers. Yeah. Like, just have. Yeah. Please, if you're doing this, <laughs> just send another email saying, hey, booked a different photographer. Still love your work. Have a great day. Bye. Like, yeah. it doesn't need to be this, like, long-winded email. Yes. And that way, I can throw you into the archived file, and I don't have to be like, hmm, I wonder if they're still looking for a photographer. Yeah, because, I mean, it's just so much easier on us if you yes. just tell us. Please. So, please and thank you. Not offended. Yes. Yeah, please that and thank is you one of my to any of your vendors. Um, I think just like what you were saying about videos similar to photo is when you guys do look into videographers anyone can have really pretty clips on yes especially what they post on instagram they're going to post their best stuff to yes. attract you to them teasers sneak peeks and there's you nothing know, anything wrong with like that, that. um maybe ask for a full video yeah usually their websites have mm-hmm. you know galleries or if they have a youtube channel because they can just put a bunch of videos up there yep and um, that's what i do so if ever you wanted you know to look at a videographer's work just ask yeah and they'll be, I'm sure they'll be more than happy. Yeah. If I they're think, not, then that's sketch. <laughs> yeah, true. I think photography and videography are obviously very similar in mm-hmm. how contracts work, how everything is across the board. But just like be aware and like, I, I'd say the biggest thing is like, if it if it's someone local that you know, just ask your friends who yeah. have worked with them. Like if you know someone and maybe you're not even close with them, but say they shot your wedding. I don't think anyone's going to be offended by you reaching out and saying like, Hey, I loved your wedding photos. Like, would you recommend working yeah. with XYZ photographer again? Yeah, Cause sometimes they can have great products, but they maybe are not the best to hang out with all day. Right. You really want to, maybe think about they gave too. a bad experience or maybe they just didn't vibe. Yeah. Um, another thing is if you get further into the conversation with the videographer, you know, asking about if audio is important to you, like if you mm. want your vows captured or if you want like tidbits throughout the day, you can ask them what they do. They capture audio. Um, you can ask them how many, what's their camera set up for uh, ceremonies if you're wanting to like have good coverage for that. And then also if you're not wanting to purchase the full ceremony right away, do you uh, ask if they still record that so that at a later date, if you could mm, purchase it. option later, yeah. Because sometimes you don't want to purchase it right away or you're not in the financial place to. But if they hold on to it, like I always have my couples um, so that if later they wanted to purchase it, they could. Yeah. Good job. That's awesome. (laughs) Thanks. Way to be good. Um, No, that is a good point. I think, yeah, the audio is big too because I think there are some videographers that just don't do that. And then there are some that do. So just be aware of that and make sure you're asking that question. And again, watching their videos will help you know more. 
Um, okay. Anything on the photo or video front? I don't think so. Um, I think let's go into venue next. Okay. I feel like that's a really big one. Um, especially if you're having a more traditional wedding, um, having the space and having like the environment that you want for your wedding. Um, there are a lot of things. One thing I just want to throw out there because I was thinking about it the other day. Um, in the Black Hills, if you get married at like Lake Sylvan, um, Custer State Park, any things that are state parks, um, be aware and ask them, straight up ask them like, what's your tax rate? Um, I'm fairly certain that the tax rate is 25% on state parks. What? So to put it in perspective, if you're spending $10,000 at your venue for food, catering, rental, all the things, you would also be paying $2,500 in tax on top of that $10,000 payment. That's insane. Yes. So And I know this because I shot a wedding there and my bride was a little bit shocked when they got the bill to see that it was a 25% tax rate. Oh my gosh, that's like paying for a videographer's like small yeah. package or something. Yeah. Um so like, that's one thing I would just be aware of. Generally speaking, in like most towns there isn't a a high tax rate, but that's something to think about. Yeah. Interesting. Um and then as far as like venues go, I would say like backup plans. Like if you're booking an outdoor venue for your ceremony, like make sure they have a really good backup plan if it's raining. Yeah. Um, like what are things you remember asking like the deck? I asked like what all was included, mm-hmm. like, you know, the tables, the chairs, the silverware and stuff like that. I know. that. Um, and obviously, so I got married at the deck, which is local here in Aberdeen. Um, they you can't bring outside fooding you have to use their caterer yeah that's a good question to ask yeah um but with like i asked about desserts and they were fine you can bring Mm -hmm. in any kind of dessert um gotta have those donuts yeah at the time it was like i was asking about like candles Mm -hmm. and did they allow sparklers and things like that Um, oh candles are a good one because a lot of venues are switching to flameless yeah and i did have a fire at my wedding so (laughs) the deck does have a rule now of like um, they have to be within a certain vase height or they have to some something they have to be like in um oh my gosh what am I trying votives yeah 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 so um that and they a lot of venues don't allow sparklers which we didn't do a sparkler exit but yeah. that was something that we were thinking about um so. just like speaking from experience a lot of venues in Sioux Falls are very um particular about everything that happens on the premises their, yeah their property and i know i had one last year that was like absolutely no outside drinks or alcohol or anything which is pretty standard but the drinks shocked me they would not allow people to bring in starbucks yeah that's my, so weird my bride got like a 500 hundred dollar charge for having outside drinks brought in that's insane if they don't offer anything there yeah that's insane right and i'm i'm fully against it but like yeah i'm sure it was in the contract yeah so like just be aware when you are like ask those questions i know like they're they went to as far as like if you wanted to smoke cigars you know like groomsmen will sometimes Mm -hmm. like oh we should all like smoke a cigar you had to buy cigars from them that were their cigars or like they even sell cigars yeah same thing with the sparklers they wanted to do sparklers um same thing with the champagne pop 
had to buy champagne from them. And obviously this is all because they're upcharging it. They're making yep. money off of it. I get it. People have bottom lines they need to meet. They want to make money. But just be aware of that. Um, I know like um, the venue that Lauren got married in that I was in, um, they could not bring in their own champagne. You had to buy the champagne I from remember them that. for yeah. this, the pot. Um, yeah. So yeah, just I yep. think there's a lot of questions for venues that you can ask. Um, yes. We're going to link in our show notes a... I found, I can't remember right off the top of my head what it was, but it was a website that had some really good questions. Um, I was just kind of like like going through it really quick, but they had a lot of great questions and we'll link that too because I think especially with a venue and I think that's on them too. When you go tour it, they should be telling you all of this stuff up yeah. front. You shouldn't have to be digging. Um, but sometimes there are things that you maybe want to be aware of that they don't, you know, highlight on their, their little highlight right. reel. Um yeah, like someone was telling me that their daughter recently got engaged and they've been venue hunting and they were surprised the upcharges with like, it's 25 cents per seat, it's 75 mm-hmm. cents a table or whatever to like rent it from the venue. Yep. Um, so yeah, ask about that. Some venues are all inclusive with that kind of stuff and some charge for the different things. Yeah. So just ask those questions. Um, go tour it. One thing I know, every once in a while, it's funny. I'll be um, the morning of a wedding. I'll be shooting the detail shots in the reception area. And there'll be like a random couple walking around. And I'll be like, who are you? Like, I don't ask them that. But I'll be right. like, who are these people? And then usually it's later like, oh, yeah, we had a couple in here viewing it set up. Yeah. Because I think that sometimes if you don't get to see the property, like you can see, you know, like photos of the event or whatever it may be. Um, but to actually go see it set up is nice nice to see it in person yeah, absolutely um, so ask if that's an option if you can do that um okay florist florist my first thing is you know be realistic with your budget for this yeah um if floral is a big deal to you um ask them realistically what your budget should be so that yeah. you're getting what you want i have a lot of brides that day of or very disappointed in their floral and it's typically the size um and it's because they gave them a budget and the budget was not big enough speaking of floral okay so you know how we did those celebrity wedding reviews. oh yep the maddie p one which she was on the pilot pete season of the bachelor Mm -hmm. anyways she recently got married i found out how much her wedding cost Mm. 1.5 million dollars for a day. And yeah. you know most of that was florals. Wow. Or like wow. a good chunk of it was florals. I bet because you she say, had like the arch. and she had, like a half million of it was floral? Could be. Realistically, I could see that. Also, fun fact, um, my aunt was at Josh Tubell's wedding. What? Yes. And I was telling her about this episode we recorded. And she was like, oh, yeah, the, I was there. And she was saying how, like, it was no phones. So they had a phone room and everyone's phone had, like, a wristband that you could go in, unlock your phone. You could use it in that room and then you had to put it back before you could leave to go out into, like, the venue. How cool. How did she know? Like, how? what was her connection? Well, she's, like, like not, like, she, like, kind of dates his uncle. Like, oh, that's right. You yeah. did say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, not really dating, but they, like, hang out. Gotcha. You know. she, he likes her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're just really good friends, I think gotcha. is what she says. Okay. Yes. Um, anyway, yeah, I just thought that was crazy because I'm like talking about it here. My aunt was at it. We could have had like firsthand experience. Yeah, seriously. Um, uh, but yeah, another thing with floral, um, 
I, I'm a big proponent of real live floral, but if you are getting married in the winter, um, realistically, that's not a good idea with floral freezes so quickly. Yeah. Transporting it is hard. Obviously, you're Whittles. going out to do photos. It's hard. Um, I would really encourage you to do dried floral. I think it's beautiful. Um, also, we can shout out Meg. Oh, yeah. My sister-in-law is doing like dried floral arrangements. What is it? Key design. Key Design Key Co. Key Design Co. Yeah. Um, that's one thing. Like if you don't want to work with a traditional florist, if you're doing dried, find someone who who does it because I love dried floral. Yeah. Very pretty. Um, but And unique. And then it's already dried and you can just save your bouquet forever. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I love dried bouquets. I have that one from Floral and Fedora that we right. did. Still looks so pretty in that's the studio. That's almost been a year. Yeah. It has. It was one year ago because it was right before your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because my time hopped. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because um, last year on my birthday, we were cleaning up from the floral mm-hmm. fedora. Um, yeah, shout out to... Uh, Bele- Belevior. Belevior. Designs. I always you guys, I'm so bad with things. Belevior Designs. Um, she's amazing. Find yeah. a florist that you really love. Yeah, that you really vibe with. they can make or break how you feel about a lot of your photos i've had brides who have been like i don't even want my bouquet in my in my photos because i don't like it and it's like gosh that's, that's sad, sad. you spent probably 300 dollars. you on probably it. spent a chunk of money on this and like be so transparent with what you want and make sure that you are on the same page with the person designing that bouquet um and maybe floral isn't as big of a deal to you as it is to me <laughs> i just I just love bouquets. Yeah. If it's not a big deal to you, then whatever. Do what your heart desires. And that to be said, um, I've had people who I know um, floral was not a big deal to them. And they were like, hey, we're going to like drop the budget on that because we really want um, maybe this type of a dessert bar. And that's going to cost more. So we're going to move the budget over there. If floral actually isn't what you love, don't spend the money on it then. Yeah. Um, I know like for us, our floral budget was a lot lower because like I prioritized photo and video. Yeah. And so we just like the guys boutonnieres didn't have flowers in them. Mm-hmm. The girls bouquets didn't have flowers in them. They were just greenery. Yeah. And so there are tasteful money. ways to do yeah. it um, and still have it be really pretty. Like I'm looking at the picture right there. Oh yeah. That looks <laughs> beautiful. There was no floral in it. It was greenery, but it looked yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Yours also had floral. So that yeah, kind of mine like, tied was the well. white peonies and yeah. roses which my wedding was in may it wasn't that cold and still some of my flowers started wilting because it was like mm-hmm. a little bit cold so yeah. that's a winter weddings <laughs> yeah which that's not even winter um anything else on floral you can think of oh i did say um one thing just to be aware of is there are certain flowers that are going to be in season um that are going to probably lend themselves like they're going to be at their peak so like yeah say you want peonies and it's um you know february there might yeah they're not gonna be because they were just coming into season when i got them in yeah um so just ask them like hey i do really love these flowers but maybe ask like what would be most ideal in my season like what am i gonna get the most beautiful flowers out of yes absolutely and that will save you money too because it's easier true um okay another one of the top five would be your band or your dj um I have said this so many times, like, for the reception, a DJ can make or break your wedding. Absolutely. They can make it so cringy 
or they can make it the most like exciting, happy atmosphere around. Yeah, because let's be honest, what are the guests going to remember from the wedding? The DJ. If he was really bad, that's what they're, they're going to be like. Oh my gosh, that DJ was so awkward. It's sad, but that or is true. Or if he was great, they're going to be like, that was the best party. Your DJ yes. was so awesome. Like even from some of our family weddings, we still talk about the DJ at Josh and Steph's wedding was so fun. And like yep. the DJ at my wedding did such a good job. Like stuff like that. Yeah. We've had a lot of good DJs. Anyways. <laughs> no, it is. I I don't mean it in a like, oh, it makes or break your wedding day. But like but no. it is what and I think it's because it's the last thing you remember. Yeah. Um uh like I just there's this one DJ that has like the worst sound system. I don't know how he's still DJing weddings. It sounds horrible. And it's like, so make sure you're asking, you know, like people that you know. And and honestly, most vendors, I would say Go with someone that you've been at a wedding that they've done it and you've seen them work and that's why you booked them. Mm-hmm. Um, chances are you've been to a wedding where you did have a really great experience with the DJ and that's who you want at your own. Yeah. Um, and that was one of my points. I said, like, go watch them play. If it's a band, you know, ask them, like, what what range of genre they have, if they can do certain songs, if you want certain things for your first dance. Um there was a lot on the website of questions to ask about this category. Um, so I'm definitely going to say recommend go looking at that. Yeah. Um, one thing I would say is like, are there certain songs that you don't want played? Are they going to respect that? Um, is is time a like, can you buy more? I know that a lot of DJs have set packages like we play till midnight. Um depending on the venue you're in, the venue might close you down at midnight regardless. Right, right. Um, but is it something where you're like, hey, like, would you, you know, what's the hourly rate for you to keep playing um, an hour later? Right. And just like no kind of that cost up ahead of time. Um, I feel like sometimes, especially in like small town weddings, it never fails. Like people are just like throwing money at the DJ. Like, hey, play longer, play longer. Yeah, you had that one wedding last summer. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, you had a really good DJ experience. Do you like? Oh my gosh, he's moving so much right now. <laughs> Little man. Sorry. What? Do you have some input on DJs? Oh yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> he he was just good. I think we kind of. I mean, my dad had known him, and then I don't think I had. I think I had worked with him maybe at two weddings previously, yeah. and so I had seen that he was like good at getting the crowd involved he was good Mm -hmm. like he sounded good on the mic he didn't stay on the mic too long and like he played the songs you wanted and he did requests for guests and like he timed things nicely yeah my least favorite thing is when a dj is just like plays a ton of fast songs with no breaks or he's like slow song fast song slow song fast song so like doesn't know how to work get a good yeah for the room yeah so i agree i think that's important um like i said uh if you've never been at a wedding that this DJ is shot that you're looking at, find someone that has. Um, and, and yeah, just ask all those questions. Yeah. Okay. Last thing is the caterer. The right? caterer. And the biggest thing you should be asking your caterer is what they have for gluten-free options for JC. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But for real, food allergens yeah. are very prominent and if you do have um whether it be bridal party yourself friends family that maybe are like dairy intolerant or vegan or those vegans um 
Poor Lindy, you're always just making fun of her. Um, you know, gluten-free, vegan, um, vegetarian, whatever yeah. it may be. Um, it is a go- good question to ask. Like, yeah. hey, like, do you have like accommodations for them? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like Adam has a cousin who's extremely celiac. And, yeah. Like she can't even have things that have touched. Oh, wow. It makes her that would be react. Hard. Yeah, she has like headaches and stomach aches and all the stuff. Yikes. So it's important to know your guest and your family. And yeah. See if the caterer accommodates that. Um, do the tastings. Yes. See what you really love the most. Um, yeah, you can do tastings with multiple caterers. Yeah, go like, make them date you nights, you guys. Yeah, super fun. <laughs> uh, cake tastings, another great date night. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I would also just say, like, depending on the venue that you're booking, you know, a lot of a lot of venues do have caterers that they recommend that have worked well in their space before. Um, so I would definitely ask your venue, like, Hey, who is on your preferred vendor list? Yeah. Um, just cause our, probably our caterers who've worked there a lot, who are very familiar with their kitchen or their space. Um, and knowing that and probably just asking like, Hey, like who provides the dishware, the linens, you know, like all of that stuff. Yeah. Just cause that's going to be an extra cost if they don't provide it or maybe they provide it at an extra cost. Right. Mm, food tastings. I can tell I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm thinking about Shag and Pitt's cheesy potatoes right now. <laughs> Just knowing what uh, what you want, what you like, and asking all those questions. Yeah. And again, the article that we found will be linked in the show notes so that you have an easy reference to come back to or just come and listen to this episode again yes like we said share this episode with your friends that are recently engaged they will love you for it and if you guys would go leave us a review we would love you forever yes thanks so much for listening guys we hope you have a great day bye